Virtual System Podcast, episode number 14. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Virtual Assistant Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. Of course, this is the weekly podcast devoted to answering all the questions you have related to having a virtual assistant, how to delegate more effectively, what to do with all that free time, all that good jazz, and more. That's right, my friends. I am excited to bring to you another weekly installment of all the things that could go right in your business with using a virtual assistant. And of course, we'll gladly field all of your questions about all the potential things that could go wrong with delegating your work out to folks. Do you have questions about what it would take for you to actually experience the joys of having somebody else do work for you so that you could focus on other things, more important, more valuable things with your time? You know, if you happen to be a small to medium sized business owner, I already know the answer to the question. If you do not currently have a virtual assistant, uh, you probably are somewhat intrigued with the idea of possibly hiring one. And in fact, if you're listening to this, I'm certain of it. I mean, why else would you be listening to this other than to just hear me talk? And I know that's why I come here each week just to hear myself talk. I, I like to put the headphones on and speak into the Heil microphone and say hello to myself from time to time. But uh, that's not exactly the purpose of the show. And that's certainly not why Contemporary VA is sponsoring it. So I'm here to really help you understand uh, what the virtual assistant world and industry is like what it has to offer you. And uh, of course, on a weekly basis, I w- really enjoy getting your questions. And And I want to let you know that I have a question uh, about what does it take to become a virtual assistant that I am not going to play today. In fact, I'm going to let you know that in two weeks from now, I'm going to do an entire podcast episode on what does it take to become a virtual assistant. So if you are thinking about yourself becoming a virtual assistant if you are if you know somebody you know maybe you have uh, a spouse that stays at home and has been looking for a career opportunity and and isn't really interested in doing you know selling baskets or you know jewelry parties and all that other stuff not that there's anything particularly wrong with that other than the fact that maybe sometimes you know the the people who come to your party their spouses probably get a little upset and money's tight and and people feel obligated to buy from you and all the other negative aspects. I mean, okay, so maybe there are some negatives about those kind of things. But what if you had a reputable career as a virtual assistant? You could you could possibly be a good fit for this. Now, I don't know the answer to that question. So if you, if you were to ask me personally one-on-one, I'm not going to be able to explain to you all the details of what it takes to become a virtual assistant, what kind, of, what kind of qualities or characteristics you might need in your personality or your professional life to be able to be a virtual assistant and an effective one at that. So, of course, what am I going to do? I'm actually going to interview somebody who is an expert in this field. And, of course, it's going to be Heather Vila, or Via from Contemporary VA. She actually is the person who has created this entire organization that sponsors our podcast and and is actually the person who is employing my virtual assistant. I, I actually went through a firm. I was talking with uh, Dr. Valenzi just recently. He's a, one of my consulting clients and, and I consider him to be somewhat of a friend over the, the amount of time that I've gotten to know him. And 
And as a result of this particular podcast, he has hired somebody from Contemporary VA. And uh, I was just talking with him on the phone, I think it was yesterday. And uh, well, not on the phone via Skype, but we were talking and uh, he basically said, you know, um, I I actually it was by telephone, but that's besides the point. He, he was telling me about the fact I was asking, how is it working out? And he, he actually manages several employees and it's not just himself and delegating work, but he, he's actually having several people delegate several different tasks out to uh, his assistant that he hired through Contemporary VA. And uh, I will tell you, he, he said he's very, he's very delighted. It's a different dynamic, a different aspect, uh, you know, having several different people give projects to the virtual assistant. Uh, they're working out some of the details. This just It's a pretty new setup for them to have a virtual assistant. But he says he's really liking it. And I loved what he said. He says, man, that is a, that's a, that firm, the, the, he, he says that firm has it together. And, and, and I'm really pleased with the way they organize themselves. And so we're going to have Heather come on. So here's what I want you to do. Obviously, it's like uh, you could just say, I could get into the interview with Heather and I could say, uh, so tell me, Heather, uh, what does it take to become a virtual assistant? Okay, and then that that I don't know what other questions they ask. I mean, sure, I, I okay, I can think, you know, th- my question to you is, do you want to know how much a virtual assistant gets paid? You know, do you want to know whether or not a virtual assistant works as an employee and gets a a paycheck or are they, quote unquote, self-employed? Do you want to know um, whether or not uh, they get health benefits? You know, do you want to know all these other things? I'll tell you what, I'm going to ask the questions. Actually, I'm not I, I would prefer it. I would prefer it that in two weeks from now that I don't have to ask any questions I would love for you to call me at 859-795-4067. That's a voicemail hotline open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And I would just love for you to say, hey, I have a question for the virtual assistant podcast and uh, it's relating to becoming a virtual assistant. My question is, you know, if you become a virtual assistant, you know, um, uh, you like, for example, you know, are there benefits? You know, do you have health insurance and stuff like that? Or are you on your own? Now, granted, um, you know, we're probably going to talk a little bit about the the area where, you know, maybe if you work as a virtual assistant for a firm like Contemporary VA, we'll have some answers there. But I, I would happen, I would imagine that, um, you know, that, that CVA and Heather also has some experience and knows what it would be like, you know, for some people who are doing this independently. And of course, it, you know, if if I don't feel like we have enough of the story, you know, maybe I'll do two interviews. One will be the perspective coming from Heather of somebody who, you know, hires somebody to work for a firm and the the benefits and the work environment that she offers. But then, you know, I, I would love to interview another virtual assistant who doesn't work for a firm that she's completely, she, she I, I assume she, but he or she is, uh, you know, completely independent and and works for themselves as a virtual assistant. I would love that. In fact, if you happen to be one of those people, I would love to get you in here and interview you on this podcast. That's the other thing I want to say is if you are a virtual assistant, um, please contact me. Send me an email, feedback at gspn.tv and um, let me know that you're a virtual assistant and I might part- I might possibly be interested in uh, bringing you in for an interview, if we can find an angle or a, or a, a topic that you could really bring some light, shed some light onto this industry, I would love to talk to you. And if you have hired a virtual assistant, of course, we want to hear from you as well. 
Um, you know, again, eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven. But so, so I'm really excited about this. I know that some people have already made a decision, made a decision to purchase uh, services from uh, Contemporary VA and other, you know, fr- VA firms and, and direct VAs. I know that as a result of this podcast, people have made the decision to become a virtual assistant, to actually literally take that and make that their career as a result of this podcast, which is really cool. Uh, but I know some of you out there are still thinking about whether or not to hire a virtual assistant or whether or not you might actually be interested in becoming your one yourself. All I need is your questions. I want to be the guy who can provide you those answers. Now, I won't provide them myself, but I'll get the people who can. So anyway... Just wanted to say all of that up front. Be prepared for that. And also next week, I if everything goes well in the in the world of uh, scheduling uh, between myself and my good friend Jason Van Orden, uh, I'm going to be bringing to you next week a pre-recorded interview with Jason Van Orden. And I, I'm very excited about that because Jason's the first guy I ever knew who had a virtual assistant. In fact, I, I think I remember hearing him talking about VAs maybe even before I actually read the the four-hour work week. But I really never understood what a VA was. I, I kind of picked it up in context when he would just mention VA. But uh, as, uh, anyway, he's been using virtual assistants forever. I think he's very he's, he's probably very uh, effective in doing so. And so I'm looking forward to having a conversation with him in next week's show. Definitely you want to tune in for that. Now, as far as today's show, the topic that I want to talk about is what are you going to do with all your free time? You know, you hire a virtual assistant um, and, and you, we've talked about, you know, where do you find a virtual assistant? We've talked about how do you train a vir- virtual assistant? We talked about what kind of tasks do we give the virtual assistant? You know, we talked about is the virtual assistant good for this particular indis- you know, person or that person? Um, all of these different things we, we un, we've talked about. But the question is, what do you do with the free time? So let's just assume that you have two, you know, two or so hours a week or, or even a day, two, hour, two hours a day or two hours a week. It doesn't matter. You've got some time free to do whatever you want that you didn't have before because somebody else is doing those tasks that would occupy that time. Well, I'm going to bring to you another a bit from the Contemporary VA e-course that you can find on the post-it note. Is it a post-it note? I should look this up every single week. I know I do this to you guys all the time. ContemporaryVA.com on the right-hand side. Oh, it is a post-it note. I I know Dan Miller uses a post-it note on his site. So, But anyway, Delegate Effectively in 21 Days is the e-course, and you can get it for free over there at ContemporaryVA.com. But here's the situation. I want to read to you another article or two out of all of this. Uh, Here's the first one. What do you do with the free time after you delegate things to your VA? Having all this free time is not a license to go play Guitar Hero for several hours each day. Well, I suppose you could, but then you wouldn't get a lot of value out of your delegation. In general, I'd like to suggest there are three good ways or good things that you can do with your newly freed time. Here's option number one. You can use the time to enrich your life. This might include spending it with family or friends, taking much-needed time for yourself, 
but go easy on the guitar hero and whoever wrote this has i think it has an issue with people who spend too much time playing video games but uh i totally get what the 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 point that they're making but it is a, anyway it says here taking some much needed time for yourself and maybe cross some of those things off of your to-do list that you've been you've been meaning to get around to you know there's that closet in the hall that needs attention right For example, Amanda enjoys marketing her business through social networking, but she knows that she could spend all day long doing it. She also delegates, she now delegates two hours of it each day and spends that newfound time with her family. So here you go. You have this example of Amanda who used to spend a lot of time marketing her business using social media, connecting with people, building relationships through Twitter, through Facebook, through LinkedIn, through answering questions and 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 posting relevant articles and blogs and podcast episodes and all this other stuff. She could spend all day doing that. But instead, what she's decided, what Amanda has decided to do in, in this hypothetical situation is to hire a, her assistant to, to spend two hours of the work that she was doing to have her assistant do it for her, and instead, she spends that two additional hours each day with her family, spending time with maybe her daughter, her son, her husband, just really uh, focusing on that very important relationship that she has. Is it valuable enough to spend, you know, to you know, spend that time having somebody else to do that task for you to give you that additional time to work with your to be with your family? Absolutely, in my mind, it's a it, that's a no brainer. All right, here's a second thing that you can do. You can use the time to generate new revenue in current billing cycles. If you recapture two hours of time by passing off work to your assistant, you can fill those hours with additional billable time that you might not have had to do before, time to do before. For example, let's take Sam. And he Sam is actually delegating his invoicing to his assistant that actually gives him just two hours a week for red revenue generation. Uh, and basically, here's the situation. So two hours a week, he actually sets aside to do all of this invoicing for his clients. Now, invoicing is something that's pretty easy to teach your assistant how to do. So what is Sam going to do? He's basically going to spend those two hours that were normally blocked out of his schedule for doing invoicing and instead, while his assistant is doing the invoicing for him during that time, he does two, he brings on two coaching or two clients for one hour each of coaching. So Sam is actually going to spend two hours, uh, those two hours working with two different clients, one hour each, booking that time with even more income generating, more revenue generating income uh, or income streams. So, and that's an immediate. So let's just say he makes $150 an hour for coaching and he pays, you know, 19 bucks an hour for his virtual assistant. It makes a lot of sense to delegate those tasks that take two hours and then fill those with things that can bring in, you know, increased multiples of, of the amount of income as what it costs for the services of your assistant. So that is the second thing that you can do with all this free time that you have on your hand. All right, so here's option number three. You can use the time to build your business to improve its value and the opportunities for the future. This might include more marketing, more vision casting, more positioning, more branding. 
In other words, it's not immediate revenue generating effort, as in, you know, option number two above, but rather it is work that is focused on the big picture of your business, which will have an impact on the long-term revenue generation of your business. For example, let's just say Janice delegates a major portion of her customer service interaction to her assistant. This frees up two and a half hours each day. Janice can use that time, that two and a half hours a day, to grow her business and lay a foundation for a stronger future. Well, I'll tell you what, forget about Janice for a minute because I, you know, I don't know Janice. Who cares about Janice? I know about Cliff. All right. So what I've done is I've actually given a lot of tasks to Andrea that she takes care of on, well, most days, she takes care of a lot of tasks many days of the week. But on um, Mondays, she's doing all of my, you know, PayPal accounting and entering all that stuff into, you know, data entry into my QuickBooks. And she's handling, you know, equipment orders and all that other stuff. Um, and, 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 and so she's doing all these other things and I'm paying her, you know, X amount of dollars. Now, am I, what do I do on Mondays? Well, sometimes I, I wonder, what do I do on Mondays? But I don't work with clients one-on-one, you know, option number two. But instead, what I'm doing on Monday and, and, and on the afternoon on Fridays, those are the days that I set aside for me to think about future revenue streams. I'm, I'm looking for passive income, new products that I can create for people to buy, I mean, I, I've gotten to the point where I've spent years and literally years of, of my life building this business, working with people one-on-one and just going over and over again, teaching them the same thing. So I know what my clients want. I have a very clear picture of what my clients want and are willing to pay money to learn how to do. But I, it, it took me until I had a virtual assistant that I felt like I had the free time because she was handling the other stuff that's going on. And, uh, you know, basically she's handling all the administrative stuff of my business while I'm actually sitting down creating valuable products. And if you go to podcastanswerman.com slash products, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. And that's that's just the tip of the iceberg as to what I'm getting ready to do. I'm getting ready to do some really big things in my business. I, I mean, there are things that I, you know, I have not shared with anybody yet, other than my wife, and and sitting sitting down here and thinking about, and and all of this is going to be possible because of what I've learned about the art of delegation, and uh, I, I, I'm pretty excited about the future. And and th- these are the things that you can do. And the question is, is like, you know, I, I know what some of you are thinking. You're listening to this podcast. You're you're kind of intrigued by this whole virtual assistant thing, and and I know what you're thinking. Man, money sure is tight. I mean, I, I'm making ends meet. I'm working around the clock just to bust my butt. But man, I I just don't know that I really have. I I just don't know that I have what it takes to right now financially to make this thing happen. And if that's the case, I'm not gonna. I'm not tw- twisting anybody's arm here. But I can just tell that, that that was something that was in my mind. And in January, I was in that position. I was at the place where, you know, I'm making ends meet. But man, $380 a month signing up for that, whew, I mean, that's, that's, that's a sizable little chunk of change 
that that I I'm going to give away to somebody else to do some you know some very low priority menial tasks that that I just don't like to do. It's like, but when I started to feel the effects of not having to worry about those things, especially when I got rid of the the things I hated to do. I mean, I don't care if I never spend an hour or an hour and a half of my time taking a PayPal report and entering that into PayPal, you know, or into QuickBooks. Now, truth is probably Andrea could probably care less if she's ever does it again, but she does it for me. It's what she does. And, 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 and if Andrea didn't do that for me, I, I would find somebody who would and I I would I would not I personally will never do that again. Right now, I, I and then I know this isn't virtual assistant, but one of the, I, I don't see myself mowing the lawn again in the anytime in the future. Uh, I I just there are more valuable things to do, and my allergies give me a hard time. I usually end up with a huge major sinus infection every time I go out and experience and brave the the hot humid heat out here, and then kick up a bunch of uh, freshly cut grass and and next thing I know I'm I'm feeling horrible for two or three days after I cut the lawn and and to go through that week after week during the summer it's not something I want to do anymore and so because I'm getting rid of some of the tasks that I don't like I'm finding myself you know even less hindered by the negative feelings of the things I need to do even though I'm putting them off week after week so what do you do after you delegate to your virtual assistant you could spend some time just relaxing, doing something for yourself. Forget about business for a couple hours. Go out and enjoy life. Option number two, do something immediately that, re- that will generate more income immediately. You know, do, take, take that time that you are delegating those non-revenue generating tasks to your, your virtual assistant and take that time that you save and do revenue generating things. And of course, Option three, you know, do something that might not necessarily generate any income over the next two or three weeks, but in the long run will definitely, definitely bring great rewards. And as my friend in the chat room says, um, uh, you could pursue a more balanced life. So exactly. All right. And then uh, one other little bit that I wanted to read out of here is it's all about the service. All right. This is another article that I got out of this um, this e course that I had signed up for uh, from Contemporary VA. It says, "Growing your business rarely happens because you do the same thing today that you did yesterday. Rather, businesses grow because you offer better service, more services, and a higher rate. A com- combination of expertise, reputation, and value somehow conspire to bring in more customers at a better rate." Delegation can help here. Often, the thinking is that a business's administrative work is for their virtual assistant, while the value added or the you know the services rendered or offered will be performed by the business owner themselves. But it doesn't have to be that way. If you had employees, you wouldn't think twice about including them in your value-added work. It's no different with a virtual assistant. It just feels different because we have years of ingrained habits that say employees have more to offer. Here are a few ideas for you. Idea number one, you can improve the odds of converting prospects to clients with a newsletter or e-zine. 
Have your virtual assistant evaluate several autoresponder software choices and report back to you. Then set up a newsletter newsletter, and have your virtual assistant write, upload, and distribute the newsletter. You might even have them work directly with your webmaster to get the sign-up form installed onto your website. So let me just say this real quick. I certainly have my virtual assistant doing things converting that convert prospects into customers and andrea does this wonderfully she does this wonderfully she actually does a really good job of uh taking you know where people have contacted me i've had an initial conversation with them i put a little system follow-up there that you know a week to 10 days later that says you know hey if if this follow-up is still here that means this client called is interested in my services but has not yet hired me or purchased anything from me related to what we talked about. I put notes on there and I basically sit down and and share everything that that I could potentially do for this client and then Andrea goes in, sees the follow-up when it comes due and she reads it and then makes a, 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 a pretty much a sales call. And she does a great job of converting that into people who are on my schedule for paid consulting or people who are now converting into, yes, I want to purchase that equipment or yes, I am going to go buy that product right now. All right. So another option that you can do with your virtual assistant, you can strengthen relationships with your current customers by providing an insiders only newsletter that that only your customers receive. Include discounts, affiliate recommendations, premium advice, uh, have your virtual assistant create the newsletter and send it out. You know, this is something I have not yet done, uh, but now that I have all these extra hours with Andrea, I'm, I'm certainly going to have her start researching some things, you know, some topics, some things in the area of podcasting and new media and, and read up on some blogs and kind of put some posts together and, and give me a report of some of the things that she found. And I can say, hey, I definitely want you to put out a newsletter that that has this, this, and this information. And by the way, all of these are products that are available on Amazon. And would you put my affiliate link in there so that if people click and buy that, they actually buy that from my affiliate link and and I generate more income. And I'm providing them valuable information about tools that would be helpful to them in their pursuits in podcasting and new media. So there's a lot of things that I could do there. And I'm thankful for that advice. Uh, Andrea, I would love to talk to you about that too if you're listening, which I imagine she will. All right, offer 24-7, here's another option. Offer 24-7 telephone, email, or chat response service. You might want to cover your communication channels during the day but you yourself, but you might want a virtual assistant to cover them when you're away. And it says here, note, this might require several or multiple uh, virtual, assist, uh, virtual assistants. Anyway, um, I am going to pause for one second and address something here. So I'm back. I apologize for those of you who are listening to this on the download. Uh, I'm just going to deviate from my programming for just a moment to tell you that uh, I record the show live on the internet at 1 p.m. Eastern time on Thursdays if you go to gspn.tv slash live. And uh, today we've just had some really horrible issues with ustream.tv uh, and on the receiving end, people are are having some really bad problems there. And uh, I, don't, I don't think it's anything I can do about it. I think they're just having some server issues. Um, this is, I've been using their services for a long time and, and it's not something that I'm overly concerned about at this very moment. 
Uh, but obviously, it's become an inconvenience to the people in the chat room, and they're in there having this conversation. I just wanted to address that, and I've got it set up to where I've actually got, I've pasted a huge long response explaining to people what's going on with the audio and video. And now, as I see more people in, come in, and if they like are just stopping in and complain, I can actually just hit paste and enter, and it'll go into the chat room, keep people abreast of what's going on there. But now I return you back to this regularly scheduled uh, virtual assistant podcast. So where was I? Uh, virtual assistant. Um, let's see here. Offer twenty four seven telephone support. Now you know twenty four seven telephone, email, and chat response service. Certainly, I'm not thinking that I want to offer that personally. And uh, you know, but I could see if I were a bigger brand. Absolutely, I would. In fact, uh, you know, my family had a uh, insurance agency. And I could certainly see, you know, independent insurance agents having 24-hour a day, seven-day support where these people could, you know, be available 24 hours. You know, at 2 o'clock in the morning, your house has just caught fire and, and the fire department's there and you're, you pick up your cell phone and you call your insurance agent and instead of leaving a voicemail, you actually talk to a human being. Wow, that would be cool. Uh, and you can do that through the use of virtual assistants. You know, now I know that in the insurance industry, they, there are many companies out there that actually offer this at a very high cost. They'll do all of your customer service work for you. Uh, and it's and it's very much like a virtual assistant thing, but uh, very costly. But you could actually create your own team and do this at a very low cost. I wonder, though, in, in a scenario where where there are so many people's, you know, social security numbers and private, you know, information. I just, you know, I, that's one of the things I would love to know, uh, from any of you who are virtual assistants, you know, is, is that a concern? Um, you know, is that a bigger, is that any more of a concern with a virtual assistant as it, as in having a, uh, um, an employee on site, you know, with, with the security of people's personal information. So I'd love to know anybody's thoughts on that. Give me a call 859-795-4067. But I don't know if your business could sell, if your business could benefit from having 24 hours, seven, 24 hours a day, seven day a week access to either telephone, email or chat service. Wow. That, that could be a great way to, to make use of a virtual assistant or multiple VAs. All right, next item, uh, another idea that you can do for value added. This is, these are all ideas, of course, where the virtual assistant's helping you to add value, things that are, you know, that work towards income generation. This isn't taking away non-revenue, ta- non-revenue generating tasks, but instead turning in, you know, having your virtual assistant's very much involved in offering services that add value, which, of course, will over time increase the amount of revenue that you have as a result of those services. So here's one. Uh, add even more value. While you're working on a project, have your virtual assistant re- researching opportunities or risks related to your clients. Review the report and your own recommendations. Add your own recommendations and then submit the report to your client with the information. So here here you can actually, while you're working with the client, you could actually have them go and do some research for you provide even more information and insight that shows that you have a keen interest in their needs and their uh, well-being and stuff like that. And things that, you know, honestly, you would love to do, but you just don't have the time. This is some added value you could offer. Here's another idea. Offer additional services, but if uh, if appropriate, have your virtual assistant do the work. One example might be 
uh, that of a freelance writer who writes an ebook for a client and has their virtual assistant write a handful of articles at the same time. Now, of course, we even brought this up in last week's um, last week's um, uh, podcast when we interviewed. I, I can't remember who we interviewed last week right now off the top of my head. But yeah, when we interviewed her last week, we talked about writing an ebook, and And that's something that I can tell you right now, eventually I'm going to get around to doing and probably will have it down, uh, done sometime uh, before the end of this year. And then the last one here that says, if your virtual assistant is really dialed into your business and the work you do for your for customer, okay, and the work you do for customers on a day-to-day basis... Work with them to create a proposal template and have them spend a bit of time each month or each quarter recommending additional work for you, uh, additional work that you can do for the client. And uh, I'm going to go over here real quick and I'm going to click a little button uh, right here. And I'm going to tell you, this is something that I do have Andrea doing. She is very intimately involved in my business. She understands my clients. She understands what I do. And she is interacting with my community and my clients um, on multiple levels. And, and it's even increasing as time goes on. And uh, she does offer me some advice. Some of that advice I, I take and run with it. And some of it I say, well, that's great. I would love to do that. Certainly not yet, though. But uh, yeah, I hope this is helpful to you. Do want to encourage you to check in again next week for an interview with Jason Van Orden, somebody who's had years and years of experience of working with virtual assistants and many of them. And then, of course, in two weeks, what it takes to become a virtual assistant as a career. Until next time, everybody, join the community. Join the community.